What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to chapter 108 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, The Ballad of Scotty the Kid episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View. Many of us were surprised when a few weeks ago, after many false starts, QAnon appeared to rally worldwide and draw organic crowds in over 100 cities, including some in Europe. Although they were organized beneath the broad banner of Save the Children, the crowds were replete with signs referencing the belief that a satanic cabal of pedophile cannibals is in a secret war with Donald Trump, who in turn is doing his best to dismantle these adrenochrome farms. The events drew the ire and skepticism of major QAnon promoters, but this has done little to slow the movement down. More marches are planned in the coming months. But who is patient zero of this outbreak? Impossible, but true. The person at the source of the current wave of rallies is a handsome, young, Native American model and musician with long flowing black hair and a nose ring. We first spotted him at the original Save the Children rally in Los Angeles, where he was sporting a V for Vendetta Guy Fox mask and a Q t-shirt. He was leading the rally confidently with a bullhorn. Now, at the time, I had never seen him before, and once I started looking into him, I realized he had also headed a rally in New York a few weeks ago. So, who was this mysterious globetrotting Anon? And was he a false flag, as some QAnon promoters were claiming? What I found in my research was potentially the most fascinating case of pandemic-era red-pilling I've yet seen. So today we'll be following him down the rabbit hole in an attempt to understand how Scotty the Kid seeded and helped consolidate marches in more than 100 cities worldwide within mere months of going full QAnon. In this case, the movement's decentralized nature functioned in a terrifyingly efficient manner. And we're going to take a look at exactly how that happened. But before all that... QAnon News. So first up in uh, QDrop news, uh, Q shares the laziest QDrop in history. So uh, I know we've we've complained a lot recently about Q kind of phoning it in a Lazier lot. than the copy paste of a flag just flapping on YouTube? Come I on. was as, as lazy as that, I'll say. Okay. But this particular uh, post, it consisted of a list of local, state, and national politicians who have been charged with sex crimes or involved in sex scandals over the years. It's kind of an outdated list. A few of those on the list were actually dead. Mm -hmm. So uh, what's really notable about this list is that before it became a Q-drop, the exact same list, word for word, circulated on Facebook, often with the caption, please copy and share. So, and you remember how we were talking about the 4chan to Facebook pipeline? Yeah. Well, it's backed up, and uh, the shit is is actually coming right out the toilet. Now. I know, <laughs> but I, this it frustrates me so much because it's like there's such a huge gap between who Q pretends to be, which is the high level military intelligence uh -huh. uh, disseminating information from deep within the government. For my second story, the CDC is deluged with an insane number of calls about QAnon conspiracy theories. Mm. So a popular and very confused claim spreading through the broader conspiracy theory community is that the CDC has been lying about the number of people who have died as a result of the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. This like, is something you hear in every country, too. It's so funny uh, because I guess this is you have to believe in some sort of new world order or global like globalist plan 
otherwise, like, how would it be that everybody's agencies all across the world were all lying to them about something as basic as a pandemic? Well, yeah, and initially it was... That is, by the way, rooting economies. It's not actually helping the the countries, so there's no financial incentive. These people who want to exploit you, they just would like to get you back to work and shit. If anything, the CDC is in the way of of the plans of these people. (laughs) Also, initially, the lore was that the the, the death count was much higher. I remember there was, like, stuff going around the the subreddits and Twitter and shit of, uh, you know, the bodies that they found in the nursing home that were like, you know, piled into a truck. And all of that was funneling this narrative that like there's way more death Mm, than like this thing is way more dangerous than what they're telling us. Oh, of course. Like there's no doubt that if it was Obama, Obama presidency, it would be exactly that. Right. It would be like. Horror, like the right wing would turn into like Southern Gothic writers. Yeah, like it, it would just be. It would be like Stephen yeah. King, like the Stand level shit. Oh like, no, no, yeah, yeah. For, not oh, for only sure. that, yeah, like I we're in the say, mi- like in the midst yeah. of apocalypse, but like magic powers also have arisen. And yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say Cormac McCarthy, and instantly, as you said, Stephen King, I was like, of course, of course, it'll be Stephen King and not yeah, Cormac yeah. McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. There will be no <laughs> particular refinement to this. Oh man. The specific claim going around is that only 6% of the roughly 183,000 reported deaths uh, that actually died from COVID. This misconception apparently derives from the fact that only 6% of the people were listed from uh, as dying just from the coronavirus alone. In 94% of deaths with uh, COVID-19, other conditions were listed in addition to COVID-19, such as diabetes or hypertension. Yeah, good luck finding Americans without one of those. Things. I know. I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, the obesity rate in, in the United States is 40%. So. These people are great because they're like, hey, the disease is killing the weakest first. Uh, yeah. There's something is, to learn here, but yeah, it isn't. When, when it you isn't. scratch <laughs> underneath the surface, what you're, it's basically eugenics. Uh, but, uh, I mean, they, they, there's lots of weird things. Number one, this is the way, this is common practice. Also, this is how the CDC has been counting deaths this entire time. They'll sometimes say that, oh, it was quietly updated. But no, it, they just happened now. And the only reason they're spreading it now, because they just now thought of this narrative. They thought of this scandal, even though this is the way that uh, the CDC has been counting these deaths for months. The Daily Beast reported that accusations that the Centers for Disease Control was overinflating COVID death numbers caused the agency to be flooded with inquiries about the claim, one senior CDC official reportedly said this. In all my time working in the government, I have never had to deal with something this crazy. The level of disinformation spread by this group has grown in recent months, and now we are having to actively debunk it through the press. So what I think is really interesting about Q is that I don't think it's really made, maybe it's made people slightly more conspiratorial, but what the effect that's had more than anything else has made them more outspokenly conspiratorial. It made them feel more confident in their views and like, you know, co- contact the CDC and post about it and be sort of like more aggressive about their conspiratorial worldview. Oh, yeah. yeah I was looking at footage of yesterday's um, basically like pandemic is a hoax uh, gathering in London. Yeah. And David Icke was being interviewed and he looks worse than I've ever seen. He looks more like a reptile than almost any other human being I've seen. It's <laughs> funny oh. that that's his theory. Mm, kind of projection. I mean, Everyone else is a reptile. Maybe that's been his game all along. <laughs> yeah, he just stands nude in front of a long mirror just going, reptile, you fucking reptile. <laughs> but yeah, he was being interviewed, basically taking a victory lap. Like some little conspiracy kid with a new channel was like, you know, what do you think that now that everyone's out here, huh, it's been years in the workings, you know, and he's just absolutely going with it. it it's 
It's a nightmare. I looked it's at this whole time, thing. It's their time, man, down here. By the way, the crowd there was so diverse. For my next story, Biden responds to questions about QAnon. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden responded to a question about QAnon while speaking at a campaign event in Wilmington, Delaware. And uh, here's what he said. Sir, what, what part of the baby is your favorite yeah. uh, for like a weekend barbecue kind of situation? Right. I've been a big supporter of mental health. <laughs> I'd recommend the people who believe it maybe should take advantage while it still exists in the Affordable Care Act. It's bizarre. Excuse me? Totally bizarre. And now, have you guys found that plane load of people in uniforms and weapons and flying around? I mean, you know, have you found them yet? Is anybody even from, now by the way, I respect conservative and liberal points of view in the press. Anybody found that plane? What in God's name are we doing? Look at how it makes us look around the world. It's mortifying. It's embarrassing. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. If the president doesn't know better, which I, he has to know better, then my Lord, we're in much more trouble than I ever thought we were. It's bizarre. Yeah, we, we're in much more trouble, and yeah. you seem entirely unprepared. Well, um, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, did he say he's a supporter of mental health, and we should take advantage of mental health while we still have it? Yeah, well, the yeah. Fuck, he was, man, he, trying no, to see, form he, a no, fucking sentence. You're right. No, 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 You're he, supposed to be the leader of the free world soon. No, he said that. Um, he said that they should take advantage of the Affordable Care Act. Um, although I've uh, he didn't transition I, into that in any grammatical correct As right. somebody as who has dealt with mental health issues, uh, I found. My health plan through the Affordable Care Act uh, does absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing in terms of uh, getting me a uh, psychologist or yeah. therapist or yeah. anything, anything like that. This is like, I see you have a gushing wound. Where are those Band-Aids I gave you? Also, this is like, he also, he doesn't realize that he's also like, so, somebody uh, pointed this out on Twitter. He, he doesn't realize that he's also like owning people who have mental health issues but don't believe in QAnon. Yeah, that's who there true. Are plenty of, uh, who there are plenty of, like, right. an incredibly clumsy and shitty answer. I, it's like, the guy, the guy can't even form... Like a decent script and go back to it over and over. Like we have some, some, yeah, we do have trouble because this guy doesn't know what he's doing and he admits it at the end. Oh, wow, I guess we're in bigger trouble than I thought. We are. We are, you dumb fuck. Perhaps in a different era, I would say that obviously a presidential candidate has to speak in clear, complete <laughs> sentences rather than vaguely gesturing at what they mean and then us forcing to sort of like piece That's together the their now, true man. intent. <laughs> but once I see what actually wins elections, what people actually yeah. love, mm -hmm. I feel like his style by is is seems to be what uh, what wins what wins the president. Yeah, no, it's the he, trail off, he, circle back. Yeah, circle, this yeah, is the move. Right, exactly. Is... Don't just sort of like just vaguely, just vaguely hint at what you mean and speak in sentence fragments. I think this is this is, this is based on experience. This em is like saying these are both 4chan posts. One is an actually good one. The other one would get bullied off the fucking message board. <laughs> right. My point is this is not what's floating to the top because it's the most powerful. It's right. really fucking not, you know? Yeah. Like everybody's got to settle. And fair enough. Fine. I'm going to be a Travis right now. Fine. That's okay. <laughs> it's not fucking ideal, but it's all right. But it's all right. It's it's okay. For our next story, we have more terrible poll results from Civics and the Daily Coast. 
The polling firm Civics released their recent results uh, about a poll that uh, about QAnon belief, and that led to many headlines about how the majority of Republicans believe that QAnon is true. Uh, specifically, they reported the claim that one in three Republicans say that they believe that QAnon is mostly true, and another 23% say that some parts are true. This polling thing is called Civics with a Q? Yep. <laughs> So as we explained last year, when the exact same poll was run, the problem is that these is, that is in the question's phrasing. So the question is phrased like this. Do you believe that the QAnon theory about a conspiracy among deep state elites is true? So as we explained like last year, like uh, the problem is that it doesn't make a distinction between uh, theories about the deep state and the specific QAnon theory, which is something else entirely. Right. Yeah. So you yeah, could, it's like, you could do probably you think there's corruption in government. Yeah, really. It's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> we could uh, run a we could probably run a GoFundMe uh, to get however much we need to pay like an independent polling place. That yeah, I'd, I'd be down. It for wouldn't that. even be like that hard of a project to get off the ground. So many people are asking for it. I don't know. Something I hate all these polls. Yeah, they always, they always say, but what's favorably? Do you believe QAnon is partly true? I believe QAnon is partly true. If I mean, we could like, get a literate, like, a literate poll about QAnon, like, yeah, like it's just we, and we it. came up with the like the right questions. Like, yeah, that was yeah. Qu- yeah spe- that's very specific. Like I want, I want to ask questions about Adrenochrome. I want to ask questions about Tom Hanks. I, I want to ask questions about JFK Jr. Too. JFK yeah, Jr. JFK Jr. Yeah. We should ask like all the basically just hit a qu- every tenant. Like what do you know? Do you think this is true or there's validity to the the yeah. claims? For my last story, Osama bin Laden's QAnon supporting niece endorses Donald Trump for president. We did it, folks. <laughs> We're so, here. Nor bin Laden, the uh, niece of terrorist leader Osama bin Laden, uh, revealed that she's a big fan of President Donald Trump in an interview with the New York Post. Uh, in addition to that, on Twitter, bin Laden has posted pictures of herself wearing uh, clothing emblazoned with pro-Trump slogans. And then in the tweet, she also included some QAnon hashtags. To be fair, I guess in a way, Donald Trump is American Wahhabism. No, right. <laughs> so let's go, baby. I think it's a- flotilla. Get the boats. I, th- I think it's amazing that uh, Michael Shore, the former CIA analyst, used to head the uh, team that was on the hunt for Bin Laden, and now Bin yeah. Laden's o- own family are both pro QAnon. So patriots, yes, do you patriots. Think, do you Mi- think mission uh, accomplished? A oh, shout out, by the way, to my cousin uh, Josh Rockatansky, who texted me that story. By the way, the ballad of Scotty the Kid. Scotty, who has 37,000 followers on Instagram, was not always red-pilled like this. His focus once lay elsewhere. But before we examine what happened, let's get into his current self-mythology, expressed in a blog post titled, Who the Bleep is Scotty the Kid? By the way, the blog is part of his anti-child trafficking organization's website, which we'll get into later. Everyone's asking, who's Scotty Rojas and where did he come from? Most of my life, I've been a musician. DJ, model, actor, and entrepreneur. (laughs) To be honest, I found myself facing tribulation as I worked to keep my status in Hollywood. Then it became worse as I began to realize just how deep the rabbit hole went. What I thought was just dark clothing and demonic emblems worn for pop culture value and to look cool actually turned out to be the symbolism of a real force controlling and running parts of the entertainment industry and more. Obviously, had I known that children were involved, I never would have affiliated myself with that crowd or anything remotely close to that nature. The worst thing I thought they were doing was flying out Instagram models to shoot content 
and possibly trade money for services, of which I cannot confirm or ever witnessed. I realized that this darkness embodied a wide variety of people, from politicians to celebrities, even teachers and priests, down to our system itself, all working together to cover up what's actually happening to our children. This is when I decided to stand up and pull the plug on Hollywood. So I took some time to think, and what happened next changed my life. Before the year 2020, in a way, I would consider myself an atheist, though I always knew the love of God, which I considered the universe speaking to me. To me, it was God's voice in its purest form, which technically isn't wrong, but because my higher power is the all-knowing Alpha and Omega. Either way, earlier this year, I had an awakening, and God spoke to me. I was told that Earth was healing and that we were moving into a new age of humankind, but before we could get there, this could no longer be happening to the children. I took that message very personal, and I took it upon myself to make a change. From that day on, I never second-guessed the power of the Lord. Since then, I knew I had to do something. Everything was happening for a reason. My past had led me to that present, and that dictated my future. This is why I decided to start organizing marches in the name of saving children. There's something about working hard, which I just can't get away from, no matter what form it comes in. When I set my mind to it, I'm always down for the mission. And my mission was to help spread awareness. We had a great first march, which took place in Hollywood, where we entered the CNN building and demanded they covered the real news. After that, it just continued to pick up. Again, God spoke to me and told me to get a hundred cities together. This is when I decided to start the hundred city march. After two weeks, it grew into over 200 cities. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would be an activist or even a leader. I still don't consider myself that. I'm just a man who saw a problem and decided I wanted to be part of the solution. The longer I stayed quiet, the longer these children will be stuck in their misery. Now we have thousands of people who are part of this beautiful movement, and we will continue to grow and thrive simply based off the fact that we want to save kids. You could judge a society on how they treat their weakest. Look at what we're doing to ours. This is no longer acceptable to the human race, and we will not be quiet. Thank you for being you and part of the good fight. Scotty the Kid Rojas. Stop kidding. Scotty was born in Arizona, but moved to Los Angeles around 2010 to pursue a career in the arts. As a person living in LA, I have to say I've met dozens of Scotties here. Handsome, vain, and desperate for attention. Their Instagrams are graveyards of fashion shoots with their friends and new age self-development fluff. Usually altogether harmless, kids like Scotty flock to LA in their early 20s in the hopes of getting insta-famous and maybe more. But the entertainment industry is a tireless maw, crushing up the dreams of these aspirants and spitting out resentful 30-year-olds. Here's his very first music video as Scotty the Kid from 2011. It portrays him waking up next to a young woman in bed, but he's on the phone with another girl, who soon comes to pick him up in a cool BMW. Hello? Kid, you sleeping? No, no, I was awake, I was awake. <laughs> yeah, right. You wanna go to the beach? The beach? Yeah, you wanna go? Yeah, I'm down, I'm down. Alright, let's go. I'm down. Wait, you on your way over right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Alright, well, I'll see you right now. Alright. Alright, baby. Yeah, wake up. Over. She's headed over. She's the dumb, but honestly, I barely know her. Except. 
got pretty skin and pretty face And you can't replace her dope ass taste I'm in the hard world, maybe it's a phase I'ma write it out just like the waves You can really feel the excitement that Scotty has to be living in a city like LA. You know, he's like 20 years old and uh, you can just head to the beach if you want. You can cheat on women, but in a fun way, all while smoking copious amounts of weed. It's just the perfect city. Over no, he, next... He's so dope, he's got an open thing, you know? Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah, she seemed uh, super happy about it in the opening part. Over the next 10 years, Scotty released a couple dozen music videos, and you can see him growing up, getting more tattoos, performing live, skating, partying, and later kind of toning it down with the piercings and starting to curate his image online. In 2016, Donald Trump's election didn't seem to change much for Scotty. His content had long been apolitical, and the country's shift was not really like a burning topic for him. In 2017, he collaborated with another rapper to release a music video for a song called Uber Driver, in which he says, fuck Trump. But it seems pretty half-hearted because the lyrics before and after are all about how his Uber driver is, quote, wet with it and the fact that he's smoking <laughs> weed and getting drunk. So, you know, he's not horrible. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm, there we go. I knew he would fall in love with him. By no, the way, I'm not falling they, in love. I'm they just briefly have the, the, the black guy in the car with him dress as Lil Wayne for a line in the song where they talk about Lil Wayne is uh, a little jarring. I'm just saying if he kept rapping and like working, I mean, you could tell his flow got a little bit better from the first thing. Hey, like, you're going to be listening to a lot of his rap today. So. All right. Cause so I guess I'm in for a treat. The, then. the beginning of an arc. <laughs> but Scotty's videos weren't hitting as hard as he would like. Still today, his YouTube channel has less than 500 subscribers, but he didn't turn to politics or activism to get attention. Instead, Scotty turned to Bitcoin. I got that crypto coma spitter. I cop a coin and now it's hitting. A crypto kid, I guess I'm crippin'. Cause once you win this shit, you winning. Now they ain't living how I live in. Live in 2047. Turn my USD to Bitcoin at 7 Eleven. Now I'm fucking ballin'. You can see him struggling to tap into Bitcoin as a trending topic. The video we just heard was titled Spit Up Bitcoin Anthem. So he, he desperately, he's like, please make this the anthem for Bitcoin. It's also not his only track about Bitcoin. This one just steals a beat from a 2016 Fat Joe tune. Bitcoin all the way up. Better production on the video. It's a lyric video, exactly. It's better when he takes himself out of it. Oh, 
He flashes his QR QR code to his, to his Bitcoin wallet. That's right. Yeah. You can connect with this man. In May of 2019, Scotty released a track titled Floatin', in which he expressed a sense of directionlessness. But it also contains some lyrics hinting at the changes going on in Scotty's belief system. See if you can spot the reference to decalcifying your pineal gland. I'm floating, I'm floating, and sometimes I don't know where I'm going. I'm floating, and I be knowing to keep my heart in and keep my mind open. Why walk when you can run and why run when you can fly? Why fly when you can just sit back and close your eyes? You chasing the wrong high. You this shit is no worse than this sh- some of the shit that I hear on the radio. Right, got me feeling good. Gotta keep my eye on Hollywood. We just misunderstood. I wanna say I did what I could. I descend from big chiefs. I descend from big peaks. I refuse to follow a trend. I don't care if it kills me. All my real ones Cause they be knowing our energy is growing. And once you know it, then you can own it. This beat is smooth though. I like it. So, yeah, in that he mentions, yeah, decalcification of the pineal gland and that he knows this something about Hollywood. And I think at the time it could easily be construed as just a Me Too thing, you know, um, because there was a lot of Me Too and like very real stories about, you know, ho- like organized uh, uh, Weinstein rape and, and um, underage uh, children at parties and stuff like that. So, you know, so it's it's unclear w- what he means, but the decalcifying is a very specific thing <laughs> that yeah. that is not that's. You got to be somewhere special. Very specific. In June of 2018, he posted a photo of himself smoking weed in an outdoor event accompanied by this caption. Thou shalt not let weird energy penetrate the aura. In August of that year, he signed a contract with a modeling agency explaining on Instagram that modeling was never in my vision. Music is all I've ever wanted to do. But I believe getting outside of my comfort zone will only make me a better and more creative artist. Let's see where this takes me. His Instagram soon becomes a stream of fashionable Scotty pics taken on various amateur and professional shoots. He paired these posts, like all good Instagram influencers do, with musings. Here's a sample of posts from late 2018. Being a, quote, man is showing emotions, vulnerability, and humility. Emotional intelligence is the future. The rest is a commodity. I think I like who I've become. (laughs) Don't commit to me. Commit to evolving. I'll meet you there. This stuff melts my mind more than anything else. Even the people that betray you are part of the master plan. Miracles happen when you give as much energy to your dreams as you do to your fears. It's the yin and the yang. It's balance. Trust your heart. And then the final longer post, but I think that's quite revealing. Dream big. At nine, I connected with hip hop and started freestyling. Once I got that down, I knew it was all I wanted to do in my life. Rap and make music. Kids I grew up with laughed. People made fun of me all the time. I always thought to myself, they'll see. Here we are 20 years later, literally, and I've never stopped chasing my dream. I always tell people, I'm going to be one of the biggest artists in the world. The truth is that most people deep down probably don't believe me. But if I let their perception of my dream affect my mind and psyche, then I will never see my dreams come to fruition. Most people don't even believe in themselves in general, so don't expect people to feel as inspired as you do about your own endeavors. You can still be whoever you want to be. A dream as big as mine can take 20 years, especially when the music you make is real. Remember this post. When I break Billboard, I'm going to screenshot this and repost it again, (laughs) just so you can see how unbelievably accurate one can manifest. Don't listen to anyone 
They don't know you like you know you. So, yeah, just an incredible level of confidence, which is a a recurring theme among people we observe on this show. Just uh, like you're posting in advance, you're going to be the biggest artist in the world and that you're going to like refer people back to this post to be like, I told you so. And you didn't believe me at the time. So, you know, very delusional and not unusual in L.A. This is like a huge mind state here where it's like people are told to fake it till you make it. And so they're like, just act like you're a fucking star and you might become one. Yeah, and people people do. They um <laughs> they're huge assholes. <laughs> the result so, is mostly like a being abusive to service uh staff yeah. in various environments. <laughs> it is so difficult to make it as an actor or a musician, specifically like talent, that you almost have to all of the people that I know who are like pretty successful, especially actors, they all have this kind of thing inside them. There is something because the the slog is so brutal. There is that thing inside of you that has to be a little. I think a little bit broken. I know I I had it, and uh-huh. and it's you have to almost be like yeah. But you at least like you gracefully let it break you and you grew up. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. fucking grew yeah. up. Yeah, I mean that's that is you either you know. Yeah, you either let it break you and something and is pivot. gonna something is gonna break you. If yeah. you're a human being with a life, there's gonna be a set of different things, and they're gonna break you. Especially if you're it's, a sensitive, creative person. Exactly, yeah. it's breaking with grace, basically, because I think that it's also not uh, kind of a permanent thing, right? It's about the different phases in your life. If you don't know how to transition to the next one, you might not even be there for any of the cool, weird shit that might happen then. Right. But if you hold on to your dreams like just like a dead ender, and don't and you ignore. I guess like how the world is receiving that, right? Because he's right. 10 years down the line. 2019 is a big year for Scotty. He became a father in June. Really have no more information on that. Not that I'm really looking for any, but yeah, it's not really a thing that's in any of his photos or he doesn't really talk about it further than that. His child arrived just a few months after Scotty uh, moved into a very horny phase after his Bitcoin phase, claiming in his lyrics to have an eight inch penis that gives women orgasm after orgasm. <laughs> Uh, here's a track called Take Off that he posted in April of 2019. I know what we should do. Take off your fucking clothes. Take off your fucking clothes. Take off your fucking clothes. <laughs> Take off your fucking clothes. So yeah, just Amazing. he keeps reinventing wow. himself, and this is the cover of one of his albums where he's uh, gotcha. it's called yeah, Culture I Class. It, I can't describe it; it's terrifying. It looks like you have a choice between two different approaches to being Keanu uh, Keanu Reeves in a video game or something. Right. One road is the samurai, the other one is the gentleman, or something. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> split it down the center. Absolutely disturbing image. But it wasn't until 2020, specifically after the pandemic hit, that Scott got into QAnon itself in a public way. He first used the Q hashtag in a photo of himself wearing a fashionable black beret with this text over top. When someone calls you a conspiracy theorist, what they are really saying is they are too lazy to do their own research. And we should just trust the government and media to tell us the truth. So that is June 9th, the first post. Wow. Hashtag Q. 
It's yeah. just happens so fast. Oh yeah, it there's does. something about I don't know. There's something about QAnon that makes people get pilled just hyper fast, incredibly fast. Yeah, and I think the pandemic is also creating a unique setting. It's it's so much more effective. It has supercharged it in a very scary way, and also blurred the lines, I guess, between people who are like, you know, the pandemic is a hoax, or I want to kill all pedophiles, or whatever you yeah. think, whatever you're fucking pissed about. So. Clearly, like around then, he's getting into some of this stuff, but uh, it's not until July 18th that I really start to worry again about his content. In this post, he exposes the little-known fact that $20 bills predicted the pandemic. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Scotty, and I wanted to make a video real quick. Um, I know some of you guys know about the $10 bill. Um, if you fold it a certain way, you can see the Twin Towers on fire on the back of it. That's real. Go look it up if you haven't yet. Um, so here's the prediction of 2020. So we have a $20 bill, right? Normal 20 Okay, fold the $20 bill in half like this and then fold it a half, fold yeah, it a half one more trip. time like that. One side says 2020, right? Federal Reserve, 2020, because they run everything. And then when you flip it like this, you see what I see? That's a man wearing a mask. Just the eyes, his, no his nose is covered right here and his mouth, okay. just the eyes. Because he's wearing a mask. That he flips up. 2020. I mean, it's you know. a fun party trick. I guess. What, he, what he's doing is he's flipping the portrait of Andrew Jackson upside down. And he's saying that Andrew Jackson's fat forehead looks like a mask <laughs> when you when you fold it in a certain way. Upside down. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going to steal that and do it, at, do <laughs> yeah. it at the parties that I don't go to anymore. Of course you will. And like so many red-pilled people before him, Scotty's feed transformed profoundly in the span of a few months. Gone were his curated model shots, replaced by interminable video rants, many times shot in his car. Accompanying them were the requisite blurry rehash of conspiracy theory memes. Here are some posts from this phase. Travis, you want to describe this first one here? The caption is, welcome to hashtag 5D, hashtag the Great Awakening, hashtag Ascension, hashtag 2020, hashtag where we go when we go all, hashtag save the children, hashtag astral projection. And the photo is a, a, a man and a woman in the woods and like behind them is like a, a huge sort of projection of, I suppose, those that uh, their spirits like up in the sky. And uh, the woman is saying, look, we've already ascended past 3D reality. I don't know what else to tell you. And the spirit of the man is like sleeping because he's asleep. And the man sort of like in our sort of our, our you know grounded reality says, what do you mean? No, we haven't. So clearly showing signs that he's breaking a little bit away. The next one is just uh, a post that he made on July 23rd. It says, are you awake yet? With the eye emoji. And the, the text of this post is just a text post. And it says, Chrissy Teigen, kids are sexy. Makes me want to get my pedawan. Left says nothing. I don't think that's an actual tweet that Chrissy Teigen made. I don't mm -hmm. think so. Uh, Kanye says, I'm pro-life and I am never letting daughters pose nude or do porn. Left, hospitalize him. He's mentally ill. Deleted instantly. We are in upside down world. The next post is a, is by uh, is a repost of Julian's Rum uh, Twitter, which is a, a you know quite high profile uh, QAnon promoter. Mm -hmm. And it says the following. For years, I wavered on belief in God. That changed the moment I started to understand the evil operating in this world. My faith in God is now ironclad because I began to understand Satan's mechanisms. Know thy enemy. And the final post we'll be taking a look at is a supposed photo of the USNS Comfort. 
And it says the hospital ships are not allowed to deliver babies. So why are there baby incubators? Misspelled there. Drips will become floods. The truth will shock the world. Okay, so Pray. He's, get, he's getting in the mold children shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Scotty was not content to simply post about QAnon. On July 22nd, he made the following video. In it, he wore a very serious expression, but no shirt. Every year in America, 800,000 children go missing. And if you don't see that as a problem, then you're part of the problem. Next Friday, I'm going on a march to save the children. I'm heading it up, and I would love for you guys to join me in Hollywood. Peep my next story post to see all the details. So here we have a young man, very pilled, planning the very first proper uh, QAnon Save the Children rally in the world. The one that started them all. And this is potentially the post he made announcing it for the first time. I mean, I don't know if he's deleted some stuff, but after wow. this, things uh, really get in gear. As with many of these new arrivals into the QAnon movement, Scotty received pushback from the people around him, who grew understandably confused and alarmed by his new beliefs. I'm going to play you some clips from a July 23rd video, during which he's driving, sometimes even on the highway. I know you guys see the march that, uh, that I'm heading up next week in Hollywood. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it just to get around like-minded people. Um, again, uh, there is no political affiliation with wanting to help children or wanting children to not be abused. So, you know, um, I know people have constantly, there's just so much being fed to all of us right now that it's hard what to believe. So I don't even blame people for being so blinded because it's easy to get blinded so he's setting up a bit of a kind of early condescension like listen you sheeple i mean i love you but you've been you know talking shit about this stuff and this is right now you can see him uh reacting to the pressure i think of his like old set right which is just like hollywood kids having fun making different art collaborating on stuff but he was undeterred by the dissenting voices around him insisting that he would teach them about the digital war we are in a digital war right now. We are in a silent war. For those of you that don't know it, just know that that's what's happening. 10 years from now, you're gonna look back on this time and everything and all the information is gonna come out about this exact moment, this time, right now. And you're gonna be like, oh my God, I was literally in the middle of that. Yes, we are in the middle of it right now. And it's crazy because the manipulation and the control is at the highest. You know, all the things we read about in books and, you know, Nazi Germany and this this happened and that happened and the people were like you know after the like this is a real interview after the jews got out of the concentration camps they asked a lot of the men they asked a lot of the adults they said how did you let this happen how could this happen how could you let this happen they said we didn't know what was happening and that is literally exactly i'm not saying that we're going to move into nazi germany because it's not going to get there because too many of us are awake too many people know what's going on and we refuse to to just stand by and let it happen the real reason for the video of course is to express his rage at all the morons trying to stand in the way of this monumental great awakening you literally cannot see what's happening you can't see that this is all bullshit then you're never gonna see it and i feel so bad for you and you have the most unbelievable awakening coming to you and it's coming soon and i'm not gonna say i told you so because that's not right i'm gonna be there to hold your hand and i'm gonna be there to hold your hair while you're fucking throwing up because you realize that you've been a piece of this fucking machine for so long and it's and it's not happening anymore it's not happening anymore yeah relax chill 
this person does not. Yeah, don't even pull up next to me. That's what I thought exactly. <laughs> he's he's entering into a beat. Yeah, he cut someone off. Oh my uh, god, this is like the ultimate QAnon fantasy. It's like all the blue pilled Mormons. They shake and they cry yeah. and they vomit at the yeah. horrors that just holding that, the hair of all your lip and then friends. whereas like there says yes, I knew all along that this was true. Yeah, I mean it's kind of cute to think that anybody's gonna puke after spending like. 20 years on the internet at anything you could show I us. Know. We're all going to look I at know. it like dead-eyed, like with barely a glimmer of <laughs> yeah. intelligence behind our I, fucking globular I mean, they, the, the Pentagon came out and was like, yeah, there we, yeah, there are UFOs. And people were like, what? All right. We don't under, we are just, it's too bright. The eyes hurt. They're dry. Exactly. They're they like, haven't blinked in years, my friend. We're way overstimulated. Like yeah. there's nothing else that's going to make us react. Yeah, you know? yeah. One rant that he goes on that I didn't include is incredible. He goes on a whole rant against, uh, I guess, lazy people, but he starts it off by being like, People are always on their phones. They're always on their phones, and like that's the problem. No one's reading, and he's like, he's like on the highway talking to his phone, live streaming while he's doing this, and so he has a moment where he's like, yeah, people like shouldn't, you know, when they're driving, they shouldn't, uh, and then he looks, he's like, fuck, I'm using my phone while I'm driving right now. I can't make this point. And he's like, they should use their left turn blinkers and their right turn blinkers. Why don't people do that? It's because they're lazy. But the whole lazy thing, the, the one of the main points he makes is like. Why, when I go to restaurants, do people get my order wrong? It's because they're not paying attention. They're lazy. So he's like, his crooks? It was one of the most shocking things. She got like, service workers. And bl also blame waiters somehow because they're not they're not like awakened enough I to mean, like serve you your food. Also, right? I don't. It's also a real power move to shit over the people who are watching your stream on their phone mm -hmm. and saying they're stupid. Yeah, no. And if also obviously there's a problem with if you don't get it now, you'll never get it because then it's like, why talk to anyone who doesn't get it then? Yeah. Like, why not just ban anyone who no, these, disagrees? These points are very well thought out. Doesn't really no, make he sense. Just wants it's almost to, like he's just ranting to no, in, he in just wants car. to come from the point of authority of mm -hmm. like, man, hey, you haven't gotten, dude, you're lost, man. Like, but, you're gonna be. That's what. That's all it is. Yeah. The truth is that Scotty is going through a kind of like awakening, and he's he's feeling, you know, he's feeling frustrated that others don't want to accept like his leadership, uh, despite uh, what he claims are years of meticulous research and, of course, his very high self-esteem. This is not just me being like, oh, Scotty read this thing and, like, thought that, like, no, no, this is years of research. I'm a very, very smart individual. I've always been, always been ahead of the curve. Thankfully, I'm saying that confidently in love and because I've been like that, it's my time to help and to lead. That's really what I'm here for. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So he's getting a, a be beginning of a little mini messiah Yeah, complex. he's getting a little bit compoundy. Yeah. So what bona fides does Scotty have? Well, in the video, he claims to be like a Hollywood insider. But then in classic QAnon fashion, he also states that he hasn't seen any of this rampant child abuse for himself or even heard firsthand accounts of it from anybody in Hollywood. I have been around all kinds of different celebrities tons of celebrities. I've been in multi-million dollar mansions. I've been flown to other countries. I've, you know, only with people that I trusted and they were great scenarios and situations and luckily nothing ever bad came of those. Nothing but positive things. But you guys gotta understand in Hollywood they wanna break your energy. I've gotten little pinks behind the curtain and it's scary. It's true. It's scary. Straight up, it's scary. Because they think 
these people think they are untouchable and they look at us. Well, they don't look at me that negatively in a sense because they look at me as an artist and they have respect for me as an artist and they play that respect of, oh, you're such an amazing artist. You're such an amazing, by the way, all of this shit is hidden in art. P.S. I'm telling you guys. Oh, I'm an artist. I'm an artist. Trippy Red, I'm an artist. This is my art with the blood and the gore and the demons and the satanic shit. Oh, it's my art. It's not fucking art. These are satanic rituals that they're able to place in mainstream in front of us. Just just so lost. Like, I went to all the rich places. I didn't see anything bad. And then I've seen behind the curtain. And let me tell you that, like, they think you're cattle. Well, not me. They love me because I'm an artist. And they say, hey, you're so talented. You're an artist. Actually, funny you mentioned that. Uh, uh, they say that because they're trying to manipulate me, by the way. It's just like, <laughs> oh, my God, man. Just it's like watching a salamander flop down like a dry stream. It is. It is. Uh, it's the same thing as like fucking like out of shadows. Like I've worked in Hollywood. I didn't really see anything that bad, but then I got pilled on the internet. I yeah. realized actually it's, 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 it's crazier than I thought. Yeah. And it's like, as Jake mentioned, there are real like pool parties course, and stuff course, like that. But I've never heard this guy mention there's stuff, like there's Brian real Singer. things that you could cite, but like yeah. if you're, if you're trying to leverage your personal experience, but then you say, well, I personally myself didn't see anything bad. The what's, what's the relevance of well, your experience? He doesn't think the problem is that Brian Singer has 16-year-olds at his pool parties. He right. thinks the problem is there's literally children being consumed, like six-year-olds being eaten by like people like Brian Singer. So, yes, the truth, the real bad thing right in front of him. And quite a, a bit addressed in the Me Too. Not enough, but a bit at least. But here, yeah, he's like, no, 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 like, I don't care about any of that and, shit. Like, he's on, like, Jay-Z is Illuminati shit. And the thing is, is, like, Hollywood breaks your spirit it does. and your energy, not because it's run by, like, Satanists, but it's it's run by, like, a bunch of, like, very frightened gatekeepers. And, 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 and they're wealthy and want to protect their wealth. They're wealthy, they want to protect their wealth. And also, the secret about Hollywood is no one really knows how to make a hit. I mean, everybody is constantly worried that what's popular will be overtaken by the next trend they'll soon become irrelevant yeah. uh, it's you know it's it's a high financial barrier to entry because you have to get headshots done and photographs you have to you know drive your car around five yeah. they're just the, just the there's a lot of people that also want to do it. It, it you know it's like there's not a lot of jobs in, for all the people that want to i mean it's just the nature of the business it's not because it's satanic it feels satanic it's, no it's just profoundly exploitative yes yeah. exactly and, it, and in a christian sense it is satanic but it's like such a broader different sense it's like yes they they worship like empty idols, like money, like like yes. sex, I mean, yeah. sexualization of 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 women, and, and it's designed to create distractions and dreams. Yeah, and as idols, an allegory, you know, as an allegory, this works right. great. But it's it's but not, this guy's not reading Guy Debord's yeah. Society of the Spectacle. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. actually give a shit about any of the actual things happening. He has a very specific thing in mind, and all his language is just a way to either diffuse your worry about his shit or convince you of something. Yeah, I think that like a lot of creative people, sometimes they work really hard to try and make it in Hollywood, and it's just it's, they have difficulty making traction. They start believing it's like, well, shit, what do these people have that like I don't? Like, well, they must be initiated in the satanic yeah. club. We have one more clip from this pivotal video. His first public rant after he's been thoroughly red pilled. Obviously, this video is just red pill central. I call this one the normal goodbye. Do your own research 
and the more you dig, the more you will find. And guess what? They're wiping the internet right now. They, I mean, I found information that was fucking facts, tons of facts to back it, and three weeks later, it's removed from the internet. We're talking about Google. Did you know that Google's graphic brain is called Adreno? And they have Google Chrome. They put it right in our fucking faces. Adrenochrome, right there. You need to go research. You need to read. Stop being lazy. I love you guys. I gotta go. Have a wonderful day. Much love, fam. Digital virtual hug. You guys go meditate. Protect yourselves. Protect your families. Protect your energy. Go get a fucking gun. I'm not playing. I love you guys. Have a great day. Peace. Yeah. Taking it up a notch. So just. I love you guys. Peace. Peace forever. It comes go from get a place a of love. Go get a gun I'm immediately. Not right I'm not now. Fucking I'm not kidding. fucking around. About, I was fucking around about the love and the fucking I mean, peace, but I'm not fucking around about the gun. Yeah. 10 day waiting period, by the way, in California. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I hear in COVID, it's just one. They don't want you to visit it too, too many times. It's unsafe, Travis. They'll actually mail them to you, like your meds. Multiple long videos ensued in which Scotty, between bong hits, rambled about 5D reality, ego death, and something he calls the age of the golden race. He also began defending himself against the accusation that he was a Trump supporter, of course, despite the fact that he'd already claimed the president was the only politician able to save the children. So he posts this thing, he says, I'm not pro-Trump, I'm anti-being lied to by people who think I'm too stupid to research or know the truth, and there's a lot of us. And then in, uh, in the comments he says, I'm pro-freedom. But in the comments, he also includes Save the Children, Pizzagate, Hollywood Boulevard, Obamagate, Hillary Clinton, Frazzle Drip, Where We Go When We Go All, America, and USA. So absolutely pilled to the gills. Now a huge fucking Trump guy. We're, we're, we're moving fast. We're moving fast. This is July 26th, about a month and a half to two months after the point of impact. Then on July 27th, Scotty confirmed his organizing of the very first Save the Children protest on Hollywood Boulevard and Vine Street that you heard him kind of announcing the plan for earlier. You can already hear his budding ambitions of going worldwide. What's up, family? I wanted to touch base with you guys and let you know that we are good to go for Friday. So please come out to the March to Save the Children at 10 a.m. Friday on Hollywood and Vine in Hollywood, California. I'm going to be out there. I can't wait to meet all of you guys. For those of you that reached out to me already, please shoot me another DM because there's so many of you and there's an itinerary that I would like to send you so you know what's happening in the time frames of everything. And if you guys want to be a part of this movement and you do not live in California or you are not able to attend the march, DM me. There are several ways people from all over have been able to help and be a part of this march and we can find something for everybody to do to do their part to help to save the kids. So if you want to be a part of it at all, just DM me. You guys feel free to swipe right and just check out the flyer for the event, share it, like it, comment. Let's get as many people out there as possible to speak for the people that can't speak for themselves, for the babies that can't speak for themselves. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you. So the flyer here um, is the same flyer that is currently being used by that other organization, uh, Child Lives Matter, that we saw like on, on Hollywood do those kind of extremist Christian speeches. It says... Um, Bring your Save the Children signs and join fellow anti-pedivore protesters for a march and rally. So, Stand with your fellow brothers and sisters as we put Hollywood and the world on notice for their crimes against the children. And then it says, where we go one, we go all in the bottom right. So I'm not, I'm really not sure. Yeah, we'll talk a bit later about the connection between Scotty and the rest of the people. On the same day, he also confirmed that he would be leading a New York march on August 12th. 
The July 31st rally was a massive success. A diverse crowd of a couple hundred people met up at Hollywood and Vine to make a lot of noise, with plenty of QAnon, Pizzagate, Pedowood, and Adrenochrome signs and t-shirts. Scotty sported a Guy Fox mask, a Q t-shirt, and a sign saying, Fuck the NWO. No vaccinations. Execute all pedophiles. That's a clear message. Yeah. We were at that rally. Pretty fun stuff. The next day, the reviews came in. Sam Tripoli of the Tinfoil Hat podcast had been in attendance, and he invited Scotty on the show to thank him personally. He goes by Scotty the Kid. That's who he goes by. And he's the guy who put that all together. So I just wanted to say uh, thank you uh, to him for doing it. And uh, I, I'm so appreciative that uh, he had the, the bravery and the uh, will to make an event that truly uh, represents love. Okay. Why do I say that? Because, you know, to march to raise awareness for child sex trafficking doesn't get you anything in show business. Nobody's giving you uh, 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 an audition, uh, a diversity showcase, uh, 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 an opportunity to uh, write on a show that we've seen so much. Uh, with these other movements where, where these people who have shouted, uh, uh, you know, and cried about oppression have uh, seen their profiles on Twitter explode and opportunities come out of that. Not never happens with when you're, when you're marching against pedophilia and you're marching uh, for children who have nobody to protect them. So he's essentially complaining that people are getting famous for supporting BLM but it doesn't happen for when you support QAnon. So just, man, just this guy's very lost, unfair. by the way. He blocked all of us, like every host separately and the podcast account before I even found out who he was. Someone was like, have you heard of this guy? I went and looked. He had blocked everything wow. methodically. Well, I'll bet that, I'll bet he was, he stumbled yeah. across us seeing if there was another QAnon podcast. Sam listen, Tripoli, you listen, coward. Listen to one or two episodes. It was like, oh no. Come out and fight. Jake uh, in the streets of, of Los Angeles. We'll give you only a lead pipe. Jake will be nude. Scotty was charged the fuck up. A few days later, on the 5th of August, he announced a dramatic escalation. He had a plan for a 100-city march. He later claimed that God gave him the idea during a meditation. Yo, family. So I got a message, right? I got a message and I got to share it with you guys because you guys are a part of that. So... The, the feedback from the rally has just been so astronomical. Like it's been incredible and amazing and beautiful. So much so that we already have 12 other cities ready to go on August 22nd. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna have 100 cities. You heard me right, 100 cities across America at 10 a.m. on August 22nd are gonna be hosting marches across the whole country. If you wanna be a part of that, I have instructions on how to do it properly, safely, and the most effectively. If you wanna be a part of saving the children, step up, because right now is that time. 100 cities. Hordes of people wrote in to thank Scotty and ask about the next march and how they might go about organizing one in their own city. So Scotty began using his Instagram tactically. 
Yo, family, so in a couple hours, I'm gonna be blacking out my Instagram the entire weekend. What that means is I'm gonna be posting every single city that is involved in the march. I'm gonna give them their own post, their own block. What I need you to do is comment underneath that city, all the friends you know that live in that city. And then go to the city that you're in and comment below the city that you're in to connect with all the people that wanna be involved in the Save the Children march in that city. So the whole weekend, you guys can use my, my page as a forum to communicate talk follow and get everything organized for the following weeks all right so get ready a couple hours and we're going blacked out the whole weekend sure enough scotty hammered out post after post with city names on black backgrounds and it worked here's a young woman in north carolina taking scotty up on it hey guys ashley scott here with official global peace march i'm doing the 100 city challenge save the children challenge rep in north carolina just a reminder, our march is going to be August 22nd at 5 p.m. in Raleigh, North Carolina. We are the people. We are the power. Remember that. And here's a man in Las Vegas, Nevada, who runs a podcast called Cannabis in Combat, which also happens to be pro-Q. Well, hello there. Today I got a very serious subject to talk about, and it's human trafficking. Did you know that 800,000 kids a year go missing? Yeah, and most of which are never recovered. That's just in the United States alone. So this 22nd, this August 22nd, we're doing a 100-city march. That's right. Scotty the Kid, I linked his uh, name in the, in the uh, description below. He, uh, he has your city on there. And if your city's not on there, reach out and let's get your city on that list. 100 cities. So we're doing Las Vegas and uh, 99 other cities. Get on there, add your city. If it's not there, link's in the bio right down there. You guys know me, Cannabis in Combat. I'm going to be there August 22nd. Uh, save the children. Hashtag save the children. Um, yeah, not it's, it's a nonpartisan issue. If you can't get behind saving the children, then you might be a monster. And here is a young woman in Beacon, New York. As you all know, August 22nd at 10 a.m. nationwide, we are marching off our Save Our Children March. Mine is located in Beacon, New York. And I have to say, between my Facebook event my flyers that I went literally door to door to put in the storefronts, uh, word of mouth, social media, Instagram, Facebook. I have to say, the city officials actually reached out to me. The police department reached out to me. They are 100% on board and are going to be 100% supportive. Why? Because we are here to save our children. This is bigger than anything that I probably have done in my entire life. I am so thankful that we have this 100 March. Scotty the Kid, thank you for putting this together. And I am so excited to be a part of this. And I cannot wait for Saturday. Before long, Scotty reached his goal of 100 cities. In a shirtless video posted on August 11th, he appears downright giddy. You guys, huge news. We hit 100 cities. We're at 103 right now and we're still counting. And for those of you guys that have, have I, my DMs are backed up so much. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to keep up with everybody and everything. And I will get to you guys and I will add your city. I promise you that. But we've reached 100 cities. We're at 103 and we're still counting. So be sure to use the hashtag 100 city march. And I think that I'm now changing the hashtag to save the kids. So let's use save the kids. No more save the children. Save the kids. 103 cities, all because of you. 
So he's already changing the hashtag. What do you think of that? Save the children. He wants to change it to save the kids. Do you think he already has had some pushback from too that organization? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Well, no, too save the children's an actual organization. organization. Oh. That's that's what's going wrong here. Yeah, yeah. They, they, he's, he's stepping on their toes. He's using yeah. a hashtag. It's already new. So he's going to save the kids. It literally, later changes it to save our children, doesn't yeah, it? They, well, yeah, they, they splintered off into various groups, and there's a change of hashtags a few times Herding over. cats. Yeah. The next day, Scotty is in New York as planned. In, in a video he shot later, he explained that he paid for that trip with his own money. And honestly, I don't see what, like, I'd believe him, you know? There, I don't think there's anything nefarious here. The NYC crowd was slightly smaller than LA's, perhaps 40 or 50 people. Nonetheless, Scotty stood on a park fountain and explained that the whole world was now participating in the movement. I did not add this music, by the way. This is part of his own montage of his speech. Imagine the consciousness and the frequency that will be raised with an entire world globally connecting underneath the same ideas, the same thought process. We are all part of humanity. It's easy to turn your back on children that you don't know. That's not my baby. I don't care. That's not my child. I don't care if they're trafficked. That is our child. We are human. It is humanity's baby. This reminds me so much of Coney 2012. You know, just the idea we're all going to rally behind one idea. It's going to elevate our consciousness and it's going to in- inherently change the world. Yes. Well, we're just it's like the problem is attention and then the solution is also attention. The city names kept piling up. Before long, over 160 names were added to the board. In fact, Scotty later claims there were 200. You can hear him getting hyped up in this August 20th video just two days before the big rallies in which he explains you should probably bring your Bible to. What's up, you guys? I'm really stoked for the march on Saturday. And here's a couple things that I need from you. That way, this is the most impactful. One, screenshot the red pill on my page. We're all going to post it the morning that we march. And you're going to use the hashtag save our children and the hashtag red pill. Okay, number two, what I need you to do, what you need to bring a hat, comfortable shoes, sage, Palo Santo, your Bible, a water bottle and a snack. Think about it. You're going to be out there for like two to four hours, depending on where you're at. We need your energy harnessed and we need you to come proper. Here's the third thing that I need you to do. And this is really, really big. I need you guys to go get red face paint, put your hand in the paint and then put the hand over your fat, over your mouth and over your face and let it go. So that way all of us have red handprints on our mouths to represent the children who have been silenced. So pa- oh, Palo Santo boy. and Sage. Don't forget your Palo Santo and Sage. Don't forget your chicken's claw. (laughs) (laughs) Scott also informed people who might not be able to organize events that they could still participate by putting up Save the Children signs across their local overpasses, which we saw lots of photos like being sent in. So this did end up working as well. After some rambling in this video, Scotty basically explains that whether or not the mainstream media covers the rallies, it'll still be a win for QAnon. If you saw 300,000 people march internationally and nobody covered it I would be thinking how did they not cover it why didn't they cover it oh they didn't cover it because their fucking bosses are the ones that are pulling the strings and don't want to shine a light on what's actually happening so it's a win-win because if people see hundreds of thousands of photos and videos and viral shit. I'm telling you, there's so much viral content this weekend. The signs that are going to be made are going to create such an impact all over the world. And if it doesn't get covered, 
your normal Joe Schmo is gonna see a bunch of content online being like, whoa, look at all these people. Huh, how come mainstream didn't cover it? Hmm, maybe because they're the ones trafficking the kids. It's really that simple. It's a win-win. <laughs> oh, this guy's starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> I knew eventually he would displease you. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the the media did, did even better than that. A lot of local media covered these rallies uh, positively. Mm-hmm, yeah, they just took them at face value. Unironically, they just they didn't look at the QAnon roots at all. Yeah, it's a lot. Again, like uh, Coney twenty twelve though. You know, he's like these signs are going to go viral. They're going right. to change the fucking world. And he's like, they're going to go viral. That's the that's the engine, the core yes. of like the and virality. If we is can like, get there. Like, like this, the, yeah, and this, they they assume that once you go viral, then mission accomplished. Yeah, Nothing else needs it. Be once done. it's viral, that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, they gathered under that weird clothing store or something that had a Q sign, and they were like, it's good to hear the woman being like, let's go viral. The kids will, will come pouring out of the subways <laughs> like it's like an yeah, anthill, yeah. you know? Just Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yep. Then with flyers and signs and T-shirts printed across the world, the big day finally arrived, August 22nd. The 100-city march, which had become a 200-city march. Scotty spent the day prior defending himself against accusations by QAnon promoters that he was some sort of false flag operation. So it's really interesting how people from Q especially are trying to point their finger and say that I'm like this person that's setting up these things for destruction or something. I really don't, I don't know you guys, it's really weird, but you know... Um, I'm just coming on alive to just touch base so people know I'm a real person that's actually doing something for real. You know, like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, <laughs> I really don't even know what to do. Like, I'm trying to do something positive, and there's like people that were supposed to be on the same side of me as far as being positive about this and peaceful and everything who are low key, like, trying to sabotage this before it even starts. It's really crazy, you guys. So, yeah, he had those uh, false flag calls before he even ran this multi-city march. So already the QAnon promoters were not happy. Uh, But the crabs in the bucket did not pull our man down, as we now know. The rallies did happen on a modest scale, but most definitely worldwide. Over 400 people easily in London, about 300 in L.A. Our episode 106 covers a few of the rallies that day from the ground, but I did miss Scotty kicking off the L.A. march himself. No worries, because Scotty posted a series of clips to Instagram in which he can be seen ecstatic, surrounded by loving strangers and friends. Here's a flamboyant middle-aged gay man, and you can't really hear what he's saying at the beginning, uh, but he's basically saying that it's re- that Scotty is awesome because he is, quote, not Antifa and not Q. Antifa, not Q, he's a man who stood up and got all you people here. Yes. So- Correct. He is now wearing a, a is. bulletproof uh, vest of some sort. This he, is really scary, you guys. I mean, yeah, this guy, by the way, looks like a, yeah, a very flamboyant kind of gay man. Uh, he has like a, a lip piercing. He's wearing like breakfast at Tiffany's glasses and like a kind of halter yeah. top and uh, just hanging out with Trump supporters all behind QAnon. But, but going out in public with the with the 
flak jacket on or, or the body armor that he's yes. got on. Yeah, hey, he's showing what's up. He's peaceful. It's yeah. I mean, it's inviting this sort of like. I mean, it's it's. I mean, really. I mean, at at the base level, I I would guess that the message he's trying to push out is that he, you know, that people will want to kill him. Yeah. For the movement that he's, he's wearing started. a black beret, so he's ready to be. Yeah, he poetic. is. He looks like very military. I mean, he looks military. Um, I could absolutely see this guy being the compound guy. Here's Scotty on a lamppost leading a chant before redirecting the crowd to the local high school. Save our children! 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 All right, you guys, let's go to Hollywood High School! Go to Hollywood High! Go to Sunset! There's uh, quite a few slightly confused people. Uh, but it seems like they're down to go to the high school. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, when you're holding an anti-pedo rally and you say, hey, yeah. guys, let's go to the high school. That's right. Might raise some questions. They did chant pro-Q and like save the children stuff outside that high school for a while. And then just like all birthday parties, the rallies were over. In the aftermath of his incredible accomplishments, Scotty was unfortunately barely able to take a breath. Criticism began pouring in about his past music videos in which he seemed to be a liberal sicko worshipping big asses and weed. <laughs> his past finally came to, so to Scott, haunt him. So Scotty created like a 30 minute long video called all caps, the truth in which he amused about his next steps, but not before claiming that he was working with the Los Angeles special victims unit. This is truly confusing boys. You can't really hear it. It's a bit, it's a bit quiet, but listen to this. But what I can do is besides raising awareness is creating an organization that will actually do something in people's realities and actually like help the kids like you know um i'm working with the special victims unit in los angeles right now as well uh shout out to my homegirl angelica she's uh she's actually the one that's been working with them so hands on. shout out to my homegirl angelica who's working together. with them hands on and um just come together in the best way possible like what I would ideally like to do someday is get enough people that are like MDs, incredible people, and maybe have some psych psychologists come together and um, and basically like when these kids do get out of those situations and they need to rehab and they need help, I would love to be the person that sets that up for them. Like that doesn't already a psychologist exist. psychologist and a doctor and even pay for them to live somewhere while they get their help at maybe a facility, not a facility because that sounds weird, but maybe like a really big like house or compound. <laughs> so he's saying you once you save the children yeah. from the trafficking. Yeah, well they're mold children nothing, basically. Nothing exists by the way for kids who are really sex trafficked. And, no, but he's and, talking about the USNS shit. Like he's talking about like mold children like harvesting through adrenochrome. He, right, right, so, right. So but the so all of the the systems in place to deal with traumatized children, they're they're not going to be good enough no. for the mole children. No. Because they're a new level of traumatized. So it's Different. up to Scotty to have a compound where the abused kids do not return to their families maybe right away, but instead yeah. go to him with his hand-picked group of doctors, and they live on a compound. That's right. It's fucking he, great. He knows better than anyone who's been treating this before because he doesn't have to actually— He would love to be the guy that starts that, this I guess. Me this means that he literally hasn't read a single book about the rehabilitation of like traumatized children who've been abused. Not just—not one. Like, to just be able to be like, well, this is how the process works. This is how it's currently in place. Like, no. He's already created a company, by the way, called Stop Kidding, which— 
you know, is going to be the compound. So this ends basically with a him on a compound with a bunch of abused kids. I mean, isn't that what the other uh, th- those guys who who were kind of like. Uh, in that that weird cult that we're protecting people yeah. in like an underground network. It's like we need to kidnap the children and keep them here against their will to save the children. That's it. And I I, I could see this guy moving into a kind of more involved like network of people now. You Dude, know? I wish somebody mm. had given this guy a fucking uh, some a gig, man, something to push yeah. him in the in the the opposite direction because he it, it, it this really does seem like it's 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 a sinister path. So you're blaming Hollywood? No, <laughs> I'm blaming. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 man. Look, when you fail at Hollywood, you either, you know, become a QAnon believer or you create a, a successful podcast about QAnon. It's only two <laughs> paths. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, on the Stop Kidding website is where we found that autobiographical passage, like right at the top of the segment. And uh, appearing quite tired of criticism from both sides, Scotty then dropped the explanation that he's known about this stuff for years. Remember earlier, he was like, this isn't just something that I came up with. I found something and no, it's not. I've been doing this for years. I've been researching this for years. Has to drop that now. Unfortunately, uh, he's transitioning into saying that his entire transformation actually occurred in 2020. Oh, what a big surprise. I don't know. When COVID happened, it just it just didn't sit right with me. Right, and I already kind of knew that this shit was going on low key a little bit, but I didn't know like when COVID happened, it just became more apparent to me that that I was like, oh, this is why they did COVID. They're trying to hide this shit. Okay, I get it. So then it kind of like you know, because COVID, I just didn't. The, off top, it seemed super sketchy, like super sketchy. I was like, mm, I don't know. This seems weird, like super weird. But you know, again, like I wasn't really aware of everything that was happening. So, um, you know, as I, like I said, as I had my own awakening, like a lot of people don't even know, like I, I got saved earlier this year. Like I wasn't really a Christian before this like that. And I mean, even now I still don't label myself a Christian. I believe in God and I pray to God and that's it. Like, I don't, I don't want to put any title on my religion. So yeah, he admitted to being saved this year. So he, I believe has joined some of those churches uh, that we also saw at the Save the Children rallies, those kind of extremist mm. Christian churches. At some point, he got saved, and then the pandemic hit, and then he went QAnon. Incredible stuff. I mean, this is why I think that you know it's going to be really tough to get evangelical leaders to denounce QAnon as like you know some some encouraging them to because uh, but uh, because you know if if like getting pilled leads to people getting saved and there's a tight relationship between the two, then you yeah, know if they mutually reinforce, then why not? Yeah, why not let it happen? The video is very uncomfortable because it's clear throughout that Scott's trying to actively avoid saying anything QAnon related. But he wants to so badly, like so badly. So, so he just kind of hopes aloud that the kids will come home soon. I just can't wait for these kids to come home. You know, it's going to be years and years and years and years and years and years of healing. But you know what? It's coming. It's coming and it's got to start somewhere and it's got to start with someone. And that's why I'm just so thankful that um, a lot of you guys are in here. So here's another thing is that. Anybody who's talking shit on me has definitely never met me, ever, because energy doesn't lie. And I know a lot of you can even feel it through here, you know what I mean? But 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 in real life, energy doesn't lie, you guys. There's no bullshit, there's no, there's no, here's another reason that I haven't made it in Hollywood is because, dude, I'm not part of this fake bullshit. I'm not, when something's wrong, I go, hey, that's wrong, that's weird, and people go, 
well, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? That's fucking wrong. That's stupid. Why would they say that? Why would they do that? Why would they say that? Scotty then pondered the effects his words were having on his life. If I have to play some stupid ass fucking game, jumping through hoops, not things not to say, things I do want to say, things that are on my mind that I'm scared to say, if I have to play that fucking game, then I don't want to play it. I don't care. You guys know right now, let me just tell you this, you guys realize that I'm fucking myself by saying stuff, by coming out with this. You guys realize that? I don't think anybody realizes that. Because everybody's just, a lot of people are giving me shit right now, but they don't realize what situation I put myself in voluntarily. I didn't have to do this. I really didn't have to do this. This is the Trump line. Like I said, like, I make good money. I could low-key just delete all my social media, disappear from everyone and everything, and still make the money I'm making, and go travel the world and not give a fuck about anybody else or anything else. I could do that right now. He went on to complain that QAnon followers had been decoding his tattoos, particularly the ones of the Lion in the Wizard of Oz and Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Yeah. This part is particularly surreal because you can hear how distressed he feels that people were creating patently insane conspiracy theories about him, and yet he can't seem to see the similarities with what QAnon followers do to people they don't like. He was finding out, basically, that the QAnon influencers could be even more catty than his usual Hollywood set. Some Q followers found a bunch of Scotty's old posts and videos that used pizza imagery, culminating in a live event during which Scotty's band played music and people were given free pizza for arriving early. Pretty wholesome stuff when viewed by anyone without brain worms, but Scotty had now become part of the conspiracy theory. Through the looking glass with him, peering back at the people he thought were fellow decoders of the Great Awakening. In the video, he even defends the QAnon people attacking him. Apologies for the long clip, but I swear it's worth it by the end. And again, in their defense, straight up, y'all didn't know about me before this, so I totally get it. And then even some of the posts that are like sexual pizza references, I kind of understand where you're coming from. I do. I'm not like being an idiot. I really kind of do. Like stepping out and looking in, and if I didn't know me, and this guy just came out of nowhere and was like, I want to save the kids. And then he was like repping Q, and then I went and looked at his stuff. I'd be like, yo, that's kind of weird. So <laughs> I do get where you guys are coming from. So I'm not even going to like disregard it at all, but here I am explaining it so you guys understand because it's like, again, if we're going to talk about the past, then how come we don't talk about all the positive music that I've been making over years and years and years and years and years? How come nobody's pulling out my music videos of me encouraging you to be yourself and telling you to not listen to people who are talking shit on your life and to do follow your heart? How come nobody's talking about that? Oh, okay, it's the Donald Trump effect. They want to pull out all the negative shit from the past and try to say that that's who I am today, right? Right? Tell me that's not what they do to Trump. It's the same shit, you know what I mean? You're saying QAnon so, people are doing the thing libs do to so Trump. it is what it is, but I just want to leave you guys with a little bit of lyric um, just to leave you guys with something so you can understand where I'm coming from. You're going to work so hard to see nothing. You're the only one who feels something. Make sure you're doing what you love and cause if not, you will never be happy. You do you, let them do them. Then watch all the dots begin to connect better than you could expect. Opportunities you would have missed because of someone else. So go for gold, hit the open road and play this joint. I got your back when nobody else can understand. Not even mom and dad, not even your best friend. Music makes everything better again. They call us loners and punks. They say we ain't much. He's an outcast of the bunch. Sits alone with his lunch while his headphones bump. The music that he loves and guess what? And guess what? You're just a cool kid. You're just a cool kid who's gonna grow up and do shit. I'm living proof, bitch. Imagine if I would have listened. 
person. If I would have cared, this life I would not be living. I wouldn't be on stage right here. So follow me. I lead the way. No matter what they say, do not change. I love how you came. Today is the day you stop listening, wake up, and realize you can do anything. Nobody talks about those lyrics. Nobody <laughs> talks about my past of making inspirational music because they don't want to. They want to talk about the negative shit to get people to click on their page. You guys, we've been falling for it for so long through media and now Q is acting like media. Do you see how that works? Don't let them control you. Think for yourself. I love you guys. Thank you so much for everything. Travis, I, I need your comment on this because this is like, this is, I guess, what I would expect the pretzel to be if you come in relatively like liberal late pilled and end up organizing a hundred person march. So you're defending like one week from your relatives from before, the next week from Q people. After that, it's the media. It's going to be. I mean, I think it's the you know illustration of the one saving grace of QAnon is that it always folds in on itself and they always eat their own. They're always paranoid about newcomers and it's always they're always in attack mode and they find they can make up reasons to hate someone if they want. So it's impossible to be a Q influencer without like other people in the QAnon community wanting to take you down for one reason or the other. After dropping this half hour video, Scotty went mostly quiet. Uh, I would uh, recommend to just go ahead to his website, volunteer through that. And if you're having trust problems, remember that Stop Kidding is now a corporation. And uh, there are others like it, some right here in L.A. I'm thinking of our friends, the Christian extremists in the Child Lives Matter organization, who were very central to the recent rallies. Hail Emperor Nimrod. And their next event is listed for the 19th of August on Hollywood Boulevard. So that's them. Strangely, their flyers use the same design as the one Scotty put together for the very first rally before even the 100 rally march. So that's why I think it might be them. Also, their new flyers no longer say double, uh, where we go and we go all, nor do they mention pedivores. Oh, Those God. Are gone. They're scrubbing them, scrubbing Those them for the gone. normies. Scrub, 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 so, scrub a dub. I don't know. There's some There's some shared churches, but, uh, you know, didn't have time to look further than that. But I'm, I'm thinking there's some shared churches here. In the meantime, Scotty continues posting on Instagram. He recently accused the Doritos commercial of having Illuminati and New World Order <laughs> references in it, explaining, quote, they're not even hiding it anymore. For the moment, he seems tired of arguing with people, explaining in all caps, you can't argue with slaves who don't acknowledge their own shackles. He's also pretty firmly on the Trump train now. He posted a video of a young Latino man being, quote, converted and outfitted with a MAGA hat as all his friends gather around and cheer. Antifa and BLM are, of course, now firmly in enemy territory. He's posting, like, the triggered lib meme, for, you know, the girl, like, kind of screeching with her, right. her hat on. Uh, he's come out against defunding the police. And recently, he shared this in an Instagram story. I love watching these videos of these Antifa clowns get arrested. Shit is hilarious because they all screaming like the pussies. We all know they are. So just sounding like a MAGA chud. Wow. It mm. sounds like our, our boy is now firmly and completely radicalized. Mm. Scotty, this is not peaceful or, or love-based. No. I no. also... I, what are you talking about? I mean, this yeah. is full of shit, dude. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I call you out on your, on your artistic integrity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what an angle. With all the issues we're dealing with here. Right. Yeah, it's his art. My takeaway. Because that, that's what will hurt him the let most. Let daddy say the takeaway. 
my takeaway is that someone can be very rapidly radicalized in QAnon and in fact become a QAnon leader extremely rapidly and not just become a leader, become a leader who can encourage many lieutenants all over the country to organize their own events and to mobilize and encourage QAnon followers to take massive action nationally and internationally faster than it can be easily detected. And, you know, that's something worth thinking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that in a course of a couple weeks, a guy who had no prior uh, influence in this space I mean, is he able was, to he was literally organized in a, a worldwide his rally? argument, his argument, he, he made like further arguments about his like sexual pizza imagery, I guess, that he used to have. He's, he scrubbed a bit of it, but there's still some left. Gotcha. But, but, but he made comments about it. He's like, guys, when I made that video, Pizzagate didn't exist. <laughs> and what he means is the conspiracy. But, but the whole idea is that hundreds of years back, we've been using yeah. these symbols. Yeah. <laughs> so very lost. I mean, obviously, the guy's... A, He's very reactive and and he's constantly defending himself, contradicting himself, you know. So. But like, but like something like this, he's not even very coherent. No, he's like he had absolutely a, not. He had, had some social media presence, but not a whole lot. But he was always going to be this guy, and that's why I think personally that Scotty the Kid has secured an extremely niche, bizarre historic role in the American experiment's great rotting tapestry. It's a it's a you know grassroots rebellion against reality. Yeah, exactly. People are furious at the way that things are, but instead, like it's like with the coronavirus stats, they notice that that coronavirus is a devastating problem. And instead of saying let's solve it, they just say it's not real. And it's the same thing. They say reality and they fucking despise it, and they just revolt against it. And they try to dare anyone to tell them that uh, their fantasies aren't real. Have you considered though, as like a boxer, considering your next fight, you're looking at the coronavirus and reality, and it turns out. Reality is kind of just like less built and you could probably take it. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Once you see it in its weakened state, <laughs> you're just like, hey, why the fuck not? It's like reality looks afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month to get a whole second episode every single week. Plus, you get access to uh, the entire archive of premium episodes that already exist. We're on like we're recording like episode 92 today. So there's already almost 100 other shows uh, to listen to. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, uh, when you do subscribe, you help us stay advertising free and editorially independent. Uh, we usually stream twice a week at twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. Come hang. And for everything else, we have Q anonymous.com where you'll find uh, merch, links to the Discord, access to the lost episodes, uh, access to the music we use on the show. It's it's a it's a good place. Listener, Listener until, until next, next week. week. May the deep May dish the bless, you bless you and, and keep, keep you. It's not a conspiracy. It's fact. And now today's auto cue. And it started turning into people being like, well, I want one in my city. 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 And I said, okay, great. I, I made a syllabus and I sent it to them. It's a breakdown on how to do this correctly, how to do it legally, how to not interfere with businesses, people's lives. This is a peaceful thing. We want everybody to look at us and not think anything negative at all in any way shape or form so i people just started to reach out to me and then as they would reach out to me i would say okay great i would make a note of their city i would uh, make a little post like a black post about it and the next day i would post it and i would tell them to comment first because they were the ones that were like i want to head it up and dude it's just turned into this crazy thing and it's like i said it started with just literally like 
10 cities where I knew I could touch. I have a lot of people in these cities. Like I knew I had them there. So I was like, fuck it. Start with this tent. And then just different people reaching out. I want one here. I want one there. Dude, we have some like, like there's one in Ibiza. There's one in Sweden. There's one, two, one in London, one in Birmingham, one in Manchester. Like they're happening even around the world. And it started, I was like, cool, nationwide. A hundred cities in like a week came to me. Wow. Like, and I'm like, dude, and I'm just sitting back being like, yo, this is just your work. And I'm just like, uh, uh, you're just, it's just like, I'm being used as a tool. Like it's straight up, like just being like, I'm not, and it's easy. It's like, I'm the correct tool for this piece, right? So it's like putting a very special tool with a special piece and you spin it and it just works flawlessly and perfectly, but no other tool could do that. It's, you know what I mean? So that's why God's God just like, yo, you're, you're this tool for this piece and you're the specific piece to fit it. And because you are, it's going to just simply type, type, type.